chapter 1, begin with verse number 2. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. And in this first service, I said, multiplied, 2 plus 2, not 2 times 2. And everybody laughed like, wow, how could you pick a number that's going to turn out the same if you add it up or multiply it? <laughs> I'm like, let me come up with a different number. 7 times 20. It's different than 7 plus 20. Grace and peace, the stuff we need and we desire, shall be multiplied unto us. I mean, it's going to get added on quickly. Multiplication comes, comes on fast. It grows quickly. It's going to be added to us or multiplied unto us through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if we gain knowledge, understanding of the Lord Jesus Christ and understand who He is and what He's like and what His nature's like, then grace and peace will be multiplied to us. So we're going to have that multiplied to us, grace and peace, through knowing Him. And that word knowledge means to become fully acquainted with. Instead of knowing about God, it's becoming fully acquainted with Him. There's a difference. Some of you have some friends that, that are just friends from last year. And some of you have friends of 20, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, some of y'all. When you have a friend for a long time, you become fully acquainted with that friend. And through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, getting that knowledge and understanding, you become fully acquainted with who God really is. Now, I want to just throw out a few things before we go any further. If we look to God through the eyes of Moses, through the law, we see anger and frustration with the people. We see sin causing major problems in the camp. But if we turn our eyes to grace through Jesus Christ, we begin to see the forgiveness and the power of God to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. And there's a difference there. So thank God for His grace. Amen. Through Jesus, grace came. He's full of grace and truth. Through Moses, the law was brought. The law is important. Grace is very important for our salvation. Okay? So I just said that. To, let's go to sec, second verse, which is verse number 3. According as His divine power hath given unto us, see God gives us stuff, he's not here taken away from us, but he's given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge, there's that word again, through knowledge we get all these things of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us, there's that word again, you can't get out of it, God wants to give us something. God is in the giving business, not the taking business. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. He's given us His divine nature. His divine nature is love, forgiveness, peace, all the good things, the nature of God is kindness. He gave us His nature, hath given, past tense, hath given unto us. 
So in, in other words, it's not like, well, I wish that he would give me his nature so I could be more like him. Let me clue you in. He already gave us his nature to be like him. And through the knowledge and understanding that we get from looking to him and his word, he gives us the information we need to take on that divine nature of God. We, the body of Christ, that's us, and God is in unity with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. There's unity in the camp. God's not divided. Amen. The body of Christ gets divided daily by the enemy planting thoughts and, and, and schemes. And I'm telling you, we're going to hang on to Jesus and be undivided. We're going to do what he says. And we're going to have his nature, which is to love and to forgive. We all want to be more like Jesus. I'm, we really mean we want to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out devils. And that's good. I mean, that's good. That's part of being like Jesus, but he came and they ridiculed him. They persecuted him. And the Bible says he opened not his mouth. Like a sheep, he was led to slaughter, yet he opened not his mouth. He had love for everybody. And while we were yet sinners, the Bible says he gave his life for us. He was and still is good. Amen? He didn't be like... I don't like y'all. Y'all got green carpet in your church. (laughs) You'd be surprised. People think stuff like this. It's like we're better than they are because we do this. We're not better than nobody. Could I make all y'all mad at once and then maybe repent and we'll get going on? There ain't none of us worth 15 cents without Jesus. But thank God we ain't without Jesus. Amen. We're priceless in his sight. He gave his son for all of us. He gave everything that he had and said, go purchase them. Hmm. He's pretty awesome. It's like, I'll lay down my life for y'all. That's Jesus. That's the guy that the Bible says he's given us his divine nature. We have his nature. Do we... Are we to the point that we can put our pride and self-centeredness away or aside so that we might live to help someone else? Question, that's just a question. Most of us could answer sometimes, and that would be awesome, if even that sometimes we can do what the Lord calls us to do and be who he's put us in the place to be, it's awesome. We all fall short of the glory of God. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. But God's trying to get us to pull together in unity. The Lord knows that the world is in discord. The world is walking outside of harmony. The world is in division right now. Satan has very successfully... And I'm not praising him. I'm telling you, he's very successfully divided the political party to a place where it's, it's like you either love one and hate the other or you hate both of them. Or all three of them if there's three. God don't want us hating, but God wants us to be wise. Amen. God wants us to be wise. So I'm not here to get political on you, but through division, 
He, he separates now a unified body. The United States of America is more divided right now than it ever has been in history. And I'm not glorifying that. I'm just bringing that up to, for us to see that we, the body of Christ, can make a difference in this. And it's not going to be by choosing this side or that side. It's by choosing what does God say about this situation. And joining up with God because you and God are a majority and he wins every time. Love never fails. And if we'll go with love, I promise you, we won't fail. Amen. But I want you to be this way. I want you to be this way. You're going to be pulled if you look to the natural for this group can fix all the problems in this group. I'm telling you, them groups is what got us in this problem in the first place. Be loyal to Jesus. Be loyal to the Father God. And let's go with him. Let's stay in unity. If the whole world falls apart and and gets in turmoil, let's stay unified in Jesus Christ as the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. It's up to us to do that. All these, through these promises, are giving us the ability to have the very nature of God. That last part of that scripture says... After we have that divine nature, it says, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. All the corruption that's going on in the world today is a result of the lust in people's hearts. Uh, Particularly the politicians. They've, they've, I'm just saying it like it is. The politicians have caused the corruption because of the lust in their heart for power and for money. We haven't held them accountable for the last 50, 60 years. And they've done what they want to do. And then they look down on you and say, here's what we're going to do. And it's time for us to stand up and say, no, you ain't going to do that. Well, you're just just a preacher and we're just a church. I'm telling you, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ has a whole lot more say-so on this earth than any other group of people in the world God said, I make you in my image after my likeness, and I give you dominion over this earth. I'm going to have to get back to my notes here in just a minute. I promise you I'm not going to take you on a political rabbit trail. But I'm telling you, there's some things, the body of Christ, we need to wake up. We need to wake up to what God has given us and what the devil's trying to take from us. Be bold. But be nice. Be bold, but be nice. Don't allow the enemy to bring division in your household, in your family, and in this church. If you're going to get mad at anybody in this church, get mad at me. I'm just telling you, get mad at me. I'll be all right. I'm going to be okay. Don't get mad at God when things don't go the way you want them to. Don't get mad at your brothers and sisters because when division gets in, that's when things fall apart and there's no peace in division. All right, we're going to get there, I promise you. Let's, let's keep it rock and rolling. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12 says, Hatred stirs up strifes, 
but love covers all sins. Hatred stirs up strife. Man, the reason there's so much strife is because there's so much hatred. Well, I don't like that group. Well, then if we hate a group, it's because the enemy has infiltrated our thinking. I don't hate no group. I don't like a lot of things they're doing. Like I said, early service, they took cops off of the TV, and now I'm mad. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, really? Really? Y'all don't get in an uproar over this. I don't hardly watch a bunch of TV, but Cops and Life PD, it's like that's my show. It's like we can't have that. Somebody's going to get offended. Yeah, you're right. I did. (laughs) You can go home and say, our preacher's offended. I got offended. I'm like, really? So we we just eliminate all these different entities to please somebody that's upset. Well, let's quit eliminating things that God, and I'm not saying God put cops on the air. I'm saying the things that God stands for and the body of Christ stands for, let's not allow this to be taken. We've got to close these churches because it's offending some people. We better be offending some people. Jesus did. They offended him to the place they got mad at him and killed him on a cross. Stephen preached one message and offended the religious people, and they stoned him to death because he told them the truth. Now, I'm not here to make you mad, but I'm going to tell you the truth. We're going to go with what Jesus says in the Word of God, regardless of what politicians say. Is that fair enough? Because there ain't very many good ones. Most of y'all know what good ones is. The world looks at a group of people, one person can do something bad, and the world just puts everybody in that same group and say, they're all bad. One cop can do something stupid, and now we're coming against the whole entire cop race. Are we that crazy? It's a question. I'm, I'm not making a comment. It's a question. Are we so blind that we're going to be pulled into what they're trying to do is bring division? Stop letting division get in your heart over what's going on. Was he wrong? Yes, he was. Punish him. Was this one wrong? Yes, he was. Punish him. Then when somebody hijacks this thing and starts trying to tear up the world... Put them in jail. Fair enough? Yeah, but they did this, so now we can go crazy. I'm telling you, they're going to do that. Let's not go crazy. Let's keep a sound mind. God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind makes good decisions. All right, here's where I want to get to with what time I've got left. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. It says, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, I beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. And there's a scripture that says, we're called out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we're called to be out of darkness into light. Verse 2 says, with all lowliness and meekness, 
with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. That word forbearing means to put up with. Don't look to the right or left. We have to put up sometimes, put up with. So <laughs> there's, we have to put up with. It's talking about with long-suffering, forbearing one another. Long-suffering means suffering long. <laughs> it's not just a little while. It's a long time. Long-suffering. If it's just suffering, it'd just be suffering. But he said long-suffering. Hot dog or a foot long. There's a difference. You understand what I'm saying? Suffering, long suffering. We got to long suffer. Suffer long. We got to forbear, put up with one another in love. I'm not putting up with that stuff no more. Every one of y'all that's got kids this tall have lied. I ain't putting up with that no more. And then tomorrow, I ain't putting up with that no more. That kid thinks, I'll be 20 years old. They still ain't going to be putting up with that stuff. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just throwing out a few things that, that kind of sticks home with you like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, Mama did that. Yeah. Now, Daddy, it might be a different story. When Daddy says, I ain't putting up with that no more, about the second time, Daddy don't put up with that no more. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Some of y'all are like, yeah, that's kind of the way it was. Long-suffering. Just be put up with us just a little bit longer. Yeah, but I've been putting up with this for God knows how long. Put up with it just a little bit longer. I'm, I'm ready to throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. Okay? We're the nicest group of people on the face of the earth. You ain't going to go find no nicer people than the ones you're sitting around right now. I'm just telling you the truth. In my mind, it's the truth. <laughs> you are the nicest group of people that I've met today. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice, honestly, wouldn't it be nice that when we leave here, that we get out in our communities, wherever we go, Ida Bell, Broken Bow, Eagle, remember Eagle Town, don't forget Eagle Town. <laughs> and we get out and up, way on up north there. And them people that we get around say, them's the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. You know why they would do that? Because you have the nature of God living in you and you have a preacher telling you the truth be quiet don't say that do what's right forgive them love them instead of I'm going to give them two cents and you're going to be broke quick you're going to run out of money giving people your two cents worth I started out doing that a long time ago and it's like didn't take me long I was broke and they still wasn't listening to me and they won't listen to you either when you're trying to give them your two cents worth. Tell them what the Word of God says. People want to know what God's Word says. And the Bible says if we'll speak the truth in love, we'll grow up into Him in all things. It's that plain and that simple. E even in this Ephesians 4, I'm, I'm not through that with what I'm going to say here, but verse number 3 says, Endeavoring, making a diligent effort to keep the unity of the Spirit 
in the bond of peace. And that bond of peace is being tied together. A bond. We be tied together to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And if we're out of peace, if we don't have no peace, we're probably not going to endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit. And look, this is a good note to put in your, in your notes that to keep something means you already have it. It don't say to go try to find the peace or the unity. You have it. When you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, when God is your king, then you have the spirit of unity in the bond of peace. He said, endeavor to keep it. Who would be wanting to take it from us, I wonder? It might be the enemy called the devil that does not want you walking in unity and he does not want you walking in peace. And the word says, endeavor, work hard at keeping the unity of the spirit in the bond, in the bond of peace. In, in other words, the enemy will say, did you hear what she said? And then he'll go over here, did you hear what she said? That's the enemy. Y'all know that. Y'all smart. See, y'all, the enemy will be like, did you see what they did? And then we go, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we, over here, we go, Amy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can pick on Amy. <laughs> he knew it was her. She knew it was, yeah. But you see, little things start out, and then pretty soon, we got disunity in the body. And we have to endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So if somebody does come to you and start in about somebody that sat across the aisle from you, don't let the enemy bring division among y'all. I would rather all of y'all be mad at me than half of y'all be mad at them. Y'all can get another preacher, but man... The church, the church needs unity. Amen. If y'all mad at me, tell my wife. She's the only one that knows how to straighten me out. We have to work hard to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That's something we have to do. We're not allowing disunity to get in our heart concerning any issue. Amen. Yeah, but... What if I'm a, of this political persuasion and you're of that one? And it's like, you ain't got to be like me. Be like Jesus. And you'll find out which side he's on real quick. Right. Yeah. Amen. That's fair enough saying that, isn't it? That's pretty slick. I, I might could be a politician. But I'd make way too much money doing that and it'd probably corrupt me. <laughs> Stick with preaching. <laughs> Romans chapter 14, verse 17. It says, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Spirit. It's not meat and drink. It's not about what you're eating or drinking. It's about righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is within us. Verse 18 says, For he that in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace 
and things wherewith one may edify another. Seek those things. Follow after those things that cause peace. And seek to edify another. It's like we go out of our way to clue somebody in on something they did wrong or said wrong. God wants us to edify. Say those things that are edifying and building up. The scriptures talk about true prophecy. True prophecy is to exhort, edify, and comfort the body of Christ. So we can all prophesy if we're doing it the way the Word of God says, to exhort, edify, and comfort the body. What we need is the Word of God coming to us, telling us the truth that will build us up in the Word of God, build us up in life and peace and righteousness. If we understand these things, righteousness, peace, joy, it's in the Holy Ghost. There's so many things that that's going through my mind right now about not knowing about righteousness. If we're in the body of Christ and we don't understand that we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ, we don't have peace with Him. We have turmoil in our heart thinking, I messed up or I said something wrong or I did something wrong. So it's hard to operate in the Spirit of God not understanding His righteousness in us. So that's a different teaching, but there's just little things that keep us from receiving the things that God really wants us to have. The unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Peace, great peace. We talked about peacemakers. We'll, hopefully I'll get there in a moment or next week anyway. Uh, make Peacemaker, be a peacemaker. But if you have peace, then you have to be a peacekeeper. You have to keep the peace once you have the peace because once you have peace the enemy will try to take the peace that you have he's out to get the peace of God from you and if we get out of peace and we don't have the peace of God working in us then we get bent out of shape with the rest of the world amen and so then we we lose our peace and when we lose our peace we lose our joy and we and that righteousness is kind of we put ourselves out of his righteousness because we think that his righteousness is determined on what we do or don't do. Are y'all with me? But when we get a good understanding of God's righteousness, his peace, and his joy, now we can obtain all of that he has for us and we can maintain that. We can keep it by not, by not allowing the enemy or even someone else being used of the enemy that comes to steal our peace. We just don't get in that, in that dogfight. Well, they better watch out. They'll get a piece of my mind. Moving right along. Psalms 133 verse 1 says, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. 
there's a difference in just a blessing that we might get and we might not get. Bible's pretty plain that if we would walk in unity, that God would command a blessing upon us. Wouldn't it be nice to know that God commanded a blessing on you and your household and said, you're blessed, I command you to be blessed. And then you leave here thinking, I wonder why I'm not blessed. You believe these scriptures and you walk in the word and God will command a blessing upon you and your household. He said to walk in unity and we're talking about walking in the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. It's easy to be in the unity of the spirit because the spirit is the word of God and we can get in unity with what God says even if we're not in total unity with everything that's going on among each other. Sometimes husbands and wife are not in unity. I knew I could, I knew I could really stump y'all now. <laughs> Sometimes we're not in unity, but if we'll look to God and get in unity with what He says concerning our situation, now we can get back in unity. But if we turn from each other and fight each other about, I want my way, you ain't getting your way, we'll never get in unity struggling in the flesh trying to have our own way. It's the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Okay. Storms and hardships have a great potential to break us and take us out. To remove us from our purpose or at very least to distort our focus and our unrelenting enemy never misses an opportunity to bring his lies and accusations with the expectations to steal our peace. He ain't quitting, okay? To kill our trust and to ultimately destroy our faith. That's the enemy that never stops. So we can't stop, but we can rest in him. We can rest in what God said and what he told us to do. If we do his will, now we can rest assured that God will take over and be there for us in every situation we find ourselves in. But if we're fighting our own battle, guess what? God's not. If we are fighting our own battle, God is not fighting it. We need to rest in our assurance in what he did on our behalf and allow him to fight our battle for us. Cast all of your care over on him because he cares for you. Man, I'm nearly out of time. I know it only seems like 10 minutes, but... I'm going to quit right there. Matthew chapter 5 is where I've been wanting to preach for the last three weeks. I didn't get there. I keep adding scriptures to the top of where I'm at. Some of y'all put your scriptures down under here. I'm going to preach this. This is my sermon. Well, when I'm studying, I get, I get what I think I got a sermon. Then when more scriptures come, I put them in front. So that's why y'all been postponed on Matthew chapter 5 for three weeks.
<laughs> it's going to be talking about blessed is a peacemaker. But I think we need to understand a little more about peace and start studying ourselves about peace, the peace of God that passes all understanding. We have peace with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. There's a difference in having peace with God and having the peace of God. If I know I have peace with God, that he's not mad at me, it's going to be a whole lot easier for me to have the peace of God. If I think he's mad at me and I don't have peace with him, like Matt said earlier when he got up and said, when I was a younger Christian, I felt like that God was mad at me and I was separated from God and I was trying hard always to get back to God so that he would like me. Let me clue you in. God likes you. God loves you. Don't matter what you've done. You say, is it all right to sin? No, I'm not telling you to go sin. Well, it sounds like me. You're just giving people license to sin. You all do it without license. (laughs) And I ain't the one that told you to do it. It's the enemy that tries to pull us away into sin to divide us. But God's not saying, you sin, so I separate myself from you. But our mind tells us that God separates. He said, you're my people. I'll be your God and you be my people. And your sins and iniquities will I remember no more. That's the God we serve. It ain't good to sin. Sin kills you and sin destroys you and sin brings division. But I'm telling you, unity in the Spirit of God is a good thing to have in your household. Take it home with you today because you got it. Just endeavor, work hard to keep it. Amen. I'm just encouraging you today. You have what I preached about today. It's yours. God already gave it to you. Now go home and keep it. Say, my wife won't let me. Yes, she will. You do what you're supposed to do. What, what does it say? Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. I'm always going to err on the side. I'm going to keep the wives happy at me. I'll make you guys mad. You'll get over it pretty quick. You, you get a woman mad, and they, they stay mad for a long time. I'm... <laughs> One brave man. Amen, brother. (laughs) Look, we're going to walk in unity. Amen? Why? Because we have it. We have the unity of the Spirit. It's ours. God gave it to us. Now we're going to learn how to use it and operate in it so the enemy can't take it from us so that we lose our peace and then get at odds with one another. We're going to walk in unity when we leave this place. We're going to go spread this unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace and love and forgiveness. And the world's going to be like, That is the nicest group of people that I know. You need to get it in your mind. You are the nicest group of people in this area. Well, yeah, but you just don't know my wife. Well, I'm. (laughs) You are the nicest. He didn't say that. I did. (laughs) You are the nicest group of people in this area. Why? Because now you know that you have the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. That you have it and you ain't going to let the enemy get it no more. Amen. Give him the word of God, the enemy. It is written. Remember, don't let him have your peace. Give him what God says concerning every situation that you find yourself in. You tell the enemy, it is written. 
Here's how I fight you off, devil. It is written, the word of God, boom, done. Boom, done. Yeah, but I want to fight with my wife. Fight with the devil. Ease up on your wife. Wives, ease up on your husbands. Fight the devil. Run him off with the word of God. Walk out in peace and in harmony. Amen? All right. Let me, let me pray over us before we go home today. Look around. You know just about everybody in here. I want to say thank you for being here. And thank you for taking this unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace out with you to go to be with the Lord with Him. Amen? I'm not talking about dying. I'm talking about go. <laughs> Boy, you got to watch. I preach a lot of funerals. I'm like, they're going to be with the Lord. It's like, y'all go be with the Lord, but do it while you're down here. Don't wait till you go up there, okay? <laughs> Whew. have to explain that stuff sometimes. Let me pray before we get mad at me. <laughs>